When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to another Realistic Sustainability Educational Short. Have you ever heard me talk about something called passive housing? Well, I do. I bring it up every once in a while. But what is passive housing? Passive housing is one of those voluntary standards for energy efficiency in buildings. It's kind of like in the United States, we have one called LEED, which I'll tell you about in a second. But this is just how you greatly reduce a building's ecological footprint. In Germany, that's where the very first passive house was built, and it's still today to be considered the role model for passive house design. Passive house is primarily focused on reducing the amount of energy input, which is a little different than the LEED certification that you see in the United States. That's more focused on how much embodied energy you're putting into that building. But when you combine the two, you get a ecologically sound structure, which we're starting to see in the U.S. more. So... What do they put into the design when it comes to passive housing? Well, the first thing they do is focus on completely making sure that everything is sealed. Everything in that structure is insulated soundly. They want the air to be trapped in that building. That way they can create ventilation as needed. If it's too hot, because again, you've trapped the heat inside, then they use a vent release to slowly let some out. Or, if it's too cold in there, you seal it up tight and you add a little extra energy for heat. But they got to make sure that air stays in there. So insulation is, is key. Number two, windows. Get the best windows. Triple-paned, high-end, high-performance windows. Every time in these kinds of houses. Because a lot of energy seeps out your doors and windows. They also focus on being able to control the moisture in a building. If you've ever noticed in the summertime, it seems really, really hot. But sometimes it's only like 79 or 80 degrees. Usually the humidity is high. Water holds energy, and it makes us feel hotter than it really is, which is something that works in our advantage in winter. For those of us with furnaces that add a humidifier, that allows us to use less energy because the humidity in the home makes it more comfortable. Well, passive housing is focused on controlling the amount of humidity in the house. They want it to be cool in the summer, hot in the winter. And then, of course, last is the orientation. It's funny. How you build a house on its property and how you cover the windows as needed, either through shrubbery or shades, does a lot for the temperature of the house inside. For an example, most passive houses have awnings. Well... The awning is set at the right spot over the windows to make sure that in the summertime, the window is shaded. But in the wintertime, when the sun sits lower, especially if you're in the upper hemisphere, as Germany is, you get the sun into your windows. This, it's these little things that allow this building to use less energy. And in order to be considered a passive house, it has to use 75% less energy than a standard built home. So it's these little things they do that help them get that certification. 
In the U.S., like I said before, we're seeing it combined with LEED certification. LEED is just looking at the materials you're using and how can you reduce your overall energy. So large buildings now looking to save money, when they build them, they check the orientation. Can they add awnings? How can they use their windows to their advantage? This is happening a lot more in the United States. Because when you use better materials with less embodied energy, then you're shrinking the footprint of that building. When you orient the building correctly and do the little things, you've reduced that building's lifetime use of energy. Now, most of us don't think about that now, but as the cost of energy continues to rise and our grid becomes more and more fragile, boy would it be nice if our house kind of just stayed at an equilibrium that's comfortable, no matter the weather outside. If you get a chance, take a look online. There's so much information about passive housing and LEED certifications for housing. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. If you have the desire to be sustainable but are unsure of what can go in the recycling bin or you're constantly forgetting the reusable grocery bags, check out Starting Sustainability, the podcast. Don't be frustrated or confused anymore. Starting Sustainability was created to help those beginning their sustainable journey. Each week, we give ideas on simple concepts you can easily incorporate into your current lifestyle. We also share stories of what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to waste your time and money. Check out Starting Sustainability, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.